Welcome to today's video. In this video, I'm going to map out literally everything you need to know to build your own program to lose weight. So we're going to go through quite literally everything that you need to know. And I'm going to be uploading this to both my YouTube channel and my podcast. So if you're listening on the podcast to just the audio, it might be a good idea for you to go over to my YouTube channel, just search Chris Gates Fitness on YouTube. You'll find me there uh, because I'm going to be using a whiteboard for this video and mapping out a lot of the things that you need to know. So as you're watching right here, you can see the four main points that we're going to go over in this video. Point number one, we're going to establish a clear goal and I'm going to make goal setting as simple as I can for you because I think a lot of people complicate just the process of setting a goal and they make it super intimidating. We're going to pull all that away and we're going to make this easy. Point number two, we're going to focus on what works for you and kind of draw on your past experiences with maybe weight loss, maybe fitness, maybe the both of them combined. Talk about what works and I guess at the same respect, what doesn't work or what hasn't worked for you in the past to figure out some of the things that are going to be effective for you to lose weight. Point number three, on that same point of effectiveness, we need to figure out what's going to be feasible for you. And that includes, okay, from a nutritional standpoint, what are the things you should be doing from an exercise standpoint? What are the things you should be doing? But also let's take a look at your life. What happens in your daily lifestyle, your daily routine, your weekly routine and lifestyle, and your monthly routine and lifestyle that we need to account for? Because I think that's something that not a lot of people do when they go into a plan where they say, hey, I want to lose weight or I set a new year's resolution to I'm going to lose 20 or 30 pounds this year, but you don't actually dive into your lifestyle to figure out what is going to be feasible to actually work you in that direction. We're going to do that in this video. And then the fourth point is going to be a free example program. Everything I talk about in this video is going to be tailored to weight loss. So at the end, I'm going to map out an example program. You could take this program and run with it yourself. But again, as we talk through a lot of the things in this video, you're going to see that we're going to try and tailor this to you specifically. So the example program at the end is a template. These They will be things that you can do if you would like to, or you can take some of those ideas, customize other ideas. If nothing else, the free program at the end is probably going to help you understand, okay, we've talked about points one through three. Now in point four, to build the program, how do we actually put some of this stuff together? And before we dive into all of this, I just want to let you know, if you are interested in coaching and hiring a coach and hiring me to help you put all these pieces together to create a weight loss plan for you, tailored and customized to you that's going to work. Well, I'm opening up coaching applications on January 2nd of 2023. There will be a link in the description where you can go check out more information and get on my mailing list. Make sure you're on my mailing list because then you'll find out the minute that coaching applications go live. They're going to be live for a brief period of time. It'll be January 2nd to January 8th. And then at that point, coaching applications will close again. So make sure you're on my mailing list. Again, there's going to be a link to that in the description. If you're listening to the audio, there will be a link in the show notes. Make sure you're on that mailing list. And with all that said, let's dive into the video. All right, point number one, we want to set a clear goal for this journey of yours. And like I said at the beginning, I think a lot of people complicate this entire process of setting a goal that, you know, you'll hear people say, oh, you need to set smart goals. You need to set your goals based on this criteria, or you need a long-term goal and several short-term goals that lead up to the long-term goal being accomplished. And I don't know, all those things I think are very effective and they work for some people, but I think on the flip side of things, having all of those intricacies built into something as simple as 
just setting a goal and figuring out what you want to do can be really complicated and it can deter people from actually wanting to set a goal and achieve it. It can make somebody think like, well, if this is the process of just figuring out what I want to do, then how the hell am I going to actually get into the nuts and bolts of doing it? So I don't want to get that detailed, but I do want to be very, very specific when I'm saying I want you to choose one goal. And this is a mistake I see people make all the time. And oftentimes when people come to me to sign up for coaching because they need help taking the guesswork out of things, I'll say, okay, you know, in the coaching application, what's your number one goal? And I'll have somebody put in like, well, I want to lose weight, but uh, I also want to run a half marathon in June and I want to build as much muscle as possible and this, that, the other thing. And it's just like, okay, that's great that you have high aspirations and high expectations of yourself. It's great that you want to improve yourself in so many different areas, but that's probably not going to be realistic for you. I think, you know, for the common person and even for, you know, if we're talking about very skilled professional athletes, like and everything in between, normally to accomplish something, you need to focus on that one thing and be, you know, persistent about it and be detailed about it and be doing things directly tailored to that one goal. And then once you get there and achieve that one goal, then you can kind of transition and set your sights on the next thing that you want to do. And like to go back to those things that I just rattled off, losing weight, running a half marathon, building more muscle, it would be unbelievably hard for you to do that. You would have to dedicate your entire life to fitness to maybe be able to accomplish that. But all of those goals, while they're fitness related, they have slightly different paths that you should take. And if you're trying to maximize all those things at the same time, well, you're actually not gonna get good at any one thing. So what you're gonna do is find that you're gonna be spinning your wheels and I obviously don't want that for you. So this is about setting a weight loss plan. I want you to be very specific about, okay, I want to lose Wait, I want to lose body fat. This is the one goal that I want to achieve. I do not want you going into this thing saying, well, I want to lose weight, but I also want to do X, Y, and Z. No, no, no. We're focusing on weight loss first and foremost. Once you make the progress that you're looking for, then we can kind of set our sights on other things. And what I will say, you know, we're going to get into a free program at the end of this video. You can absolutely, in different ways, you know, lose weight and maximize your weight loss while at the same time building a little bit of muscle, building a little bit of endurance, doing these other things that benefit your health and benefit your fitness. So I'm not saying you're only going to lose weight and not progress in some other areas of your fitness. You absolutely can, but you can do that while focusing all of your efforts on weight loss. You see what I'm saying? We want to focus on that one thing because that's the one thing that you want to prioritize. So we're going to start there, choose that number one goal and whatever X, Y, Z, all the other things that you think that you want to pursue, let's wait on those. Doesn't mean you can't do them down the road, but if weight loss is most important to you, then that's the thing that we need to start with. And from that point, once you set that goal of, hey, I want to lose weight, then we can talk about a list of things, making a list of things that's actually gonna work you in that direction. So that's what I would encourage you to do. And maybe you could pause the video right now, pull out a pad of paper and a pen, and start writing down the things that you think you need to do to be able to hit your weight loss goal. I think it's an important practice to be mindful and intentional about some of this stuff and write it down because then you have it all out in front of you and you know we're gonna walk through the process of assembling all the pieces to the puzzle, but that helps you put all the puzzle pieces out on the table in front of you so that you can then figure out, okay, this should go here, this should go there, 
and really build this plan. And, and again, I'm gonna walk you through how to do that, but I think that's a useful practice for you to go about. And one last thing I wanna just mention as we talk about goal setting, like I did a little bit of research before I put this video together. I had a pretty good idea of the things that I wanna walk you through because this is something I do with my clients all the time, right? Every time a new client signs up and they say, I wanna lose weight, we go through a specific process to start building their plan, building their program. Uh, but, you know, despite the fact that I know how I like to put all this together, I did want to look and just see what some other people were saying. And there are some things out there that um, I agree with, a lot of stuff I agree with. I think a lot of coaches and trainers are on the same page uh, for a lot of aspects of creating a plan for weight loss, but we disagree on some other things too. Uh, some of the things I've seen are like, hey, number one, you should set a time limit. Uh, you know, I think if you have a vacation that you're planning to go on, or if you're competing in like a powerlifting meet or a bodybuilding competition, okay, like I understand that there's dates associated with those things, but in general, my recommendation is don't put a time limit on this for yourself because I don't understand why so many people almost create a weight loss race for themselves. Uh, you're not competing against anybody. The end result, and the only thing that matters is that you lose the weight that you wanna lose, you improve your overall health, and you get to the end point in good shape, right? That's what we want. We wanna improve your health, we want you to feel more comfortable, more confident, more athletic. So I would encourage you to not put a time limit on yourself because when you put a time limit on yourself, if you're not making a certain amount of progress that you think you should be making and you're getting close to that deadline, you know, what does that deadline mean? Is it really necessary? Probably not. But since you're approaching this hypothetical deadline where you have to make the progress because, I don't know, I guess you said so one day, then you start to do things with your plan and your program that probably are pretty unsustainable. You know, you like cut out entire food groups or cut out all carbs or start to do twice as much exercising throughout the week to try and get to that end point where you lose that weight. And everything we're gonna talk about in this video is built around the ideas of sustainability and feasibility because I don't care who you are, uh, what is the point of trying to lose weight and make progress with losing body fat if you can't then sustain that progress? It doesn't make any sense to me. I've never understood that. People go through all these rapid protocols like jumping on a like keto diet or a carnivore diet or they do tons of HIIT cardio, high intensity interval training uh, to lose a certain amount of weight as quickly as they possibly can and then three, six, nine months down the road end up gaining all that weight back because they lost weight in a way that's unsustainable. So then when they lost the weight and tried to transition back into a way of life that they enjoyed more, a way of life that's more sustainable to them, where it's like you're probably eating all the food groups and you're probably doing exercise that more fits what you enjoy and maybe isn't exhausting hit every single day for hours. Uh, you can't main, you're not maintaining the things that you did to lose the weight, so you can't maintain the progress that you made with weight loss. Doing these unsustainable things has never made sense to me. We're gonna build this entire thing with sustainability in mind, and with sustainability in mind, I would encourage you to not set some type of hypothetical deadline unless you really, truly have one, okay? Unless you really, truly have one. And even like that vacation example I mentioned at the beginning, how relevant is that? If you have a vacation coming up in three months and you say, I wanna lose 30 pounds, and you get to that vacation and you only lost 20, who cares? 
what's the problem there? You still lost 20 pounds and then after the vacation, you can keep on your weight loss journey. Shouldn't make you feel worse about all the progress that you made leading up to that vacation. You still did an unbelievable job. You should still be unbelievably proud of yourself and more confident. And then that process can continue after the vacation. So I would really encourage you to stay away from those hypothetical deadlines that you could apply to yourself. The other thing that I would say is I've seen a lot of people say, okay, if after a week you don't see yourself losing this much weight, you know, so let's say like you should, some coaches are going to say you should lose a pound a week or something like that. And if you don't, that probably means you need to either add more exercise or you need to reduce more calories. And that's another thing I would really push back on. I think if you've listened to any of my content before, you know probably what I'm about to say. There are so many things with your body and with your lifestyle that can cause your weight to move one direction or another that really has nothing to do with your adherence to the program or doing things right or wrong. So if you have a week where your weight plateaus, that doesn't mean necessarily that you're not in a calorie deficit anymore. That doesn't mean necessarily that you're not doing the right workouts. It might just mean you had a high stress week. Maybe you had a little bit more sodium this past week. Maybe your bowel movements weren't good this past week. Maybe you got bad sleep this past week or you were stressed out. Like There are so many things that can lead to that that I would really try to highly encourage you to just understand you don't have to constantly be changing things. And what's probably going to be best for you is to ride things out and give your body time to adapt to this program. So give your body to three weeks to really establish, am I in a plateau? Do I need to make a change? All right. So this is about, again, sustainability, feasibility. We want you to lose weight. I want you to lose weight in a way that you can sustain because there's no point in making this type of progress if you can't maintain it. All right. Point number two, what has worked for you in the past? and what has not worked for you in the past. This is a really important thing for you to do is truly and honestly answer these questions for yourself. Let's be clear, there are no right or wrong answers. The reason that we're doing this is to make this tailored to you. And I just talked about it, sustainability, feasibility. By answering these questions, we can maximize the things that are good for you while minimizing the things that are bad. So. Let's think about the training aspect of things first. In the past, you know, have you tried to lose weight and found that you really enjoyed certain workouts? Maybe you really did not enjoy other workouts. Uh, were there times when you lost weight and you were doing certain exercise routines and you felt that those exercise routines really contributed positively to the progress that you made? Were there other times where potentially you didn't lose weight or you struggled to lose weight and you found that the exercise routines were really wearing you out. You felt burnt out throughout the entire process. You hated showing up to the gym every day because you were dreading doing these workouts and you were doing them because somebody said you had to or they were optimal for fat loss or something like that. Think about those types of things. From a nutritional standpoint, let's think about, you know, I mentioned some diet fads before like keto and carnivore where you're removing all carbohydrates from your diet. That's a very, very popular one, right? People want to lose weight. They've heard that car cutting carbs is the best way to do it or the quickest way to do it. So they cut out all carbs. Uh, have you done that in the past? Has it worked for you? Have you enjoyed cutting carbs out of your diet? Or have you found that 
you really missed carbs and you wished you could have ate them while you lost weight? Um, you know, have you found that there were different things that you did with your nutrition? Maybe you found that like when you were having a big salad every day or you were focusing more on fruits and vegetables, those were the times when you saw success with weight loss. Again, we want to maximize those things that have been good for you in the past while minimizing the things that have been bad. And it's important to write down all of the good and all of the bad so that you can look at all those puzzle pieces again, right? We're establishing the puzzle pieces so that we can piece the right ones together to set you up with a plan that works. And this is what I do with my clients all the time. We go through an onboarding process, talk about, hey, what have you enjoyed about exercising? What positive experiences have you had with lifting weights? What forms of cardio do you really enjoy doing? From a nutritional standpoint, are there foods that you love that you wanna be able to eat all the time? Are there foods that you hate that you don't wanna eat? I always tell my clients, there's no list of foods that you can't eat or have to eat. It's really about the things that you enjoy and you dislike and then finding ways to create a diet plan that gets you in a calorie deficit to lose weight with a lot of the foods that you like to eat. So that's what we wanna do. We wanna maximize the good of those experiences that you've had in the past while minimizing the bad ones. So make this list and if you need to pause the video to make the list, do that. And then once you have your list together, hit play and we can keep going. And one thing I will say when, when we're talking about trying to maximize the good and minimize the bad, there are obviously going to be some core fundamental principles to your program that you're probably gonna have to participate in in some way. So let's run through what a few of those are. I think virtually everybody should strength train while you're trying to lose weight. The reason for that is not only can you potentially build muscle while you're losing weight, but really it's to help your body uh, from a health perspective because strength training is one of the best ways to improve your overall health for each and every individual. So it's something we want to do. While you're losing weight, we might as well be maximizing those overall health benefits to the best of our ability. Uh, lifting weights while you're in a calorie deficit can also encourage your body to lose more weight from body fat. Not a lot of people know that when you lose weight, you're losing weight from various tissues throughout your body. The main ones that we know of are fat tissue and muscle tissue. So when you're losing weight, if you're not lifting weights, you may actually be losing a lot of weight from muscle on your body in addition to body fat. And there's no good reason to do that because we need muscle to you know, be able to do the things that we need to do throughout the day every day. Uh, having more muscle on your frame is a positive indicator for your overall health. So we wanna maximize the amount of muscle that you can keep on your body while also maximizing the amount of body fat that you can lose. You wanna lose more weight from body fat, make sure you're strength training. In addition to strength training, I think cardio is something that you obviously should be doing as well. It's not for the reason that you might think and a lot of people do think is because cardio is a really great way to burn calories. So we should do cardio to burn as many calories as we can because the more calories you burn, the more weight you're going to lose. I push back on that quite a bit. Like, yes, cardio is a more time efficient way to burn calories than lifting weights or really any other form of exercise. But cardio should not be viewed solely as a means to burn calories. Cardio, once again, is very positive for your overall health. And from a cardio perspective, there's no cardio that you have to do. There's really no cardio that's optimal for fat loss. I think the best type of cardio for you to do is the type that you enjoy. And that goes back to what we've talked about so much already with sustainability and feasibility. If you enjoy it, you're gonna sustain it. You're gonna do it more consistently. The more consistent you are with your exercise routine, the better progress you're gonna see long-term. So 
That is another fundamental principle of strength training cardio. And then the third one is you got to be in a calorie deficit. So we have to find a way to make that happen some way. And we're going to talk about how you specifically can set your diet up, a really simple way to do it. But you have to be in a calorie deficit to lose body fat and lose weight. There's quite simply no other way to make it happen. A calorie deficit means you are eating fewer calories from food than your body burns on a regular basis. Lots of different ways to make that work. Again, I'm gonna walk you through probably the easiest, the most straightforward and, and the most sustainable long-term, uh, but that is another principle that we have to focus on if you wanna lose weight. So those are some of the core fundamental things that you need to be doing. And when I say I wanna maximize the good while minimizing the bad, uh, we, we wanna do those things, but understand that like there are some things you have to do. So within the strength training routine, we you know, may have some exercise, specific exercises that you're not in love with, but you do them because they benefit the goal that you have, right? And for the most part, we want to create a strength training routine that you enjoy showing up and doing. There's so many different exercise variations, so many different things that we can do and set up for you to make it sustainable and enjoyable or as enjoyable as it possibly can be, that it's easy to make that happen from a cardio perspective, again, I kind of walked through that before, but like there are so many different forms of cardio that you could do. It could be just walking. If you love HIIT workouts, you can do HIIT workouts. If you got you like yoga, if you like going to the spin studio, whatever it might be, let's find what that is that you enjoy. Again, there's so many variations within it so that let's do the good, maximize the good while minimizing the stuff that you hate. And you know, if you don't like cardio at all, then we might have to do a little bit of cardio and you might not love it, but we'll make it as sustainable as we possibly can. From a dietary perspective, same thing goes, right? Gotta get in a calorie deficit, but we wanna do that by eating as many of the foods that you enjoy as we possibly can. Will we be able to fit pizza, cookies, cake, and ice cream into every single day? No, you're gonna have to eat some vegetables because you're an adult and that's what it takes to lose weight. So you're gonna have to make little sacrifices here and there, but again, trying to maximize as much of the stuff that you enjoy as we can while eliminating as much of the stuff that you dislike as we possibly can. All right, let's get into point number three, which is feasibility. Really, really important. We've mentioned that word already and going through some of these materials, want things to be feasible for you, right? Talked a lot about how that can happen by maximizing good, minimizing bad with strength training, cardio, diet, diet exercise, all that stuff. But let's talk about your daily life too, because that's important, right? To make any type of significant change or sustainable change, you're probably going to have to change at least some aspects of your lifestyle, okay? But what I wanna talk about here is trying to not radically change everything about your lifestyle or the majority of your lifestyle and instead, try to start by changing as little as possible, making some very small tweaks to your lifestyle to promote the things that you need to do to lose weight. And then if we need to build on that over time, we can. But to go back to a lot of the examples I've mentioned already, so many people think that like to lose weight, you can only eat certain foods, you have to do certain workouts, and your life has to revolve around all of this stuff. And again, that's why so many people make unsustainable progress, lose 20, 30, 40 pounds, and then six, nine, 12 months down the road, gain it all back. It's because they did not do this with their lifestyle in mind, with sustainability in mind, and with evaluating what is actually gonna be feasible. So many people, when they do that, see that progress, but then realize they can't maintain 
doing things the way that they're doing them because they have a life. They have school. They have work. They have families. They have hobbies. They have other things in their life that they didn't take into account when they said, well, I'm just going to do these things and lose weight, right? Why not lose weight the sustainable way? Why not lose it in a way, even if it takes a little bit longer to do it? Again, right back to when we said, hey, don't set those deadlines for yourself. If it has to take a little bit longer, but you keep all this stuff in mind and you make a plan that factors all these things in, well, you can lose weight while doing all the things that you either have to do or want to do in your life. And the beauty of that is when you lose weight while doing all those things, you can maintain it. It's that much easier to maintain it because you've already figured out a way to make diet and exercise fit into your daily life. So I want you to think about these things. You know, Are you in school? Do you have a job? What type of requirements do you have to fulfill with those things on a daily and weekly basis? You know, do you have a family? Do you have a wife and kids? If so, what type of time demands, what type of things do you have to do on a daily and weekly basis uh, to care for your family or things that you want to do with your family on the weekends and stuff like that? You know, you got to factor family into it, obviously. Hobbies, other things that you like to do. Do you play sports with friends? Do you, I don't know, you know, play video games? Do you like to watch sports? Whatever it might be, what hobbies are important to you that you want to keep doing? And if there's anything else, put it on the list. We've talked about this before, but like this might be another good time to pause the video, write down these things, assemble your puzzle pieces once again, and then once you got those together, you can hit play again and we can keep going. So once you have that figured out, you can also think about, okay, so exercise is gonna be part of this equation. Do you have a gym membership? Do you have equipment at home? If you don't have any type of equipment, can you acquire some? What's your budget for that? Let's figure that out too. From a diet perspective, do you have any type of limitations in terms of your nutrition? Are there allergies where you can't eat certain foods? Do you have budgetary restrictions where you can only afford to spend so much money on groceries a week? Map out all the things and all the factors that matter so that we're making sure we understand how many factors are involved in making this plan as feasible as it possibly can be. Having a clear picture on the scenarios that are relevant to you is extremely, extremely important. All right, so now we're getting into the part you're probably most interested in, which is the free workout plan, okay? And this is gonna be actually workouts and your nutrition. I'm gonna help you figure out how to build all of it and we're just gonna operate with some concepts because I've talked about this all along. I want this to be tailored to you, specifically what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So I don't wanna throw a bunch of random exercises at you because they may not work for you, but I'm gonna give you a bunch of concepts and four different items that you can focus on to build your own program. Now, most of my clients are on either a three or a four day strength training program. So we're gonna start with three days. I'm a big fan of you know when you can compare starting a bit more aggressively as compared to starting a bit more conservatively. I'm a big fan of starting a bit more conservatively with your exercise program because you can always add a little bit more, add a little bit more here and there. If you start super aggressive, it can be really, really hard, I've found, to try and find a way to pull back after you start too aggressive. So we're gonna start with a three-day strength training program and I'm gonna walk you through each one of the days. So we'll start with day one. You can see it says day one is a push day. What that means is we're gonna be focusing on 
the muscle groups that are involved in the pushing movement pattern. So we're gonna involve the chest, shoulders, and triceps primarily. And what I want you to do is start this day off by doing a compound pressing exercise. Now, what does that mean? A compound exercise means you are using multiple joints in your body to move some weight. Uh, joints meaning like your shoulder joint, your elbow joint, your wrists, your hips, your knees, your ankles, having multiple move at one time. And another way to look at it could be having multiple muscle groups involved in moving a weight. So a compound press would be a lot of things you probably are familiar with, like a bench press, um, a flat dumbbell press, an incline dumbbell press, uh, a seated shoulder press, a standing shoulder press. A lot of those have your elbow and your shoulder joint moving together to press some weight. So really pushing weight uh, either away from your body or above your body is going to fit this description of a compound pressing exercise. So some good ones uh, to start would maybe be like a dumbbell chest press. Then I want you to follow that up with a second compound pressing exercise that's slightly different from the first one. So let's say if you start with a flat dumbbell bench press, you could follow that up with an incline dumbbell bench press, or you could do a shoulder press. I wanna do two compound pressing exercises, and then we're gonna follow that up with some accessory exercises. These can be tailored to really whatever you enjoy the most, um, but what I want you to do is focus on trying to hit each muscle group at least once. So again, we talk about chest, shoulders, and triceps. You may hit the chest and shoulders pretty well with these two compound exercises, so we may just need to do an accessory exercise for the triceps to polish things off. Um, so some accessory exercises that could fall into a push day would be some lateral raises, perhaps some rear delt flies to work on the other portions of your shoulder, um, tricep pushdowns, overhead tricep extensions, those are great too. So that's what I want you to focus on for your day one pushing day. Now day two is gonna be a lower body day, so we're gonna let the upper body rest while we do lower body. And again, we're gonna focus on a compound exercise. So I have a compound squat in here for you. And again, this can be any variation of squat that you would like to do. So it could be a barbell squat, it could be a dumbbell goblet squat, it could be a box squat, it could be any type of squat that you find to be effective and prefer and that you enjoy. We're gonna do that first. We're gonna follow that up with a compound exercise for the posterior chain. So, you know, a squatting exercise is gonna target primarily your quads. So then the next exercise we're gonna do, we wanna primarily target the posterior chain and the hamstrings and the glutes. So that could be a Romanian deadlift with a barbell, it could be dumbbell Romanian deadlifts, it could be a glute bridge. Once again, there's a lot of different exercise variations that you could use to fit that description. So two compound exercises back to back. Then again, we're gonna go into accessories. So there's a lot of really good accessory exercises for the lower body, leg extensions, leg curls, uh, walking lunges, split squats. There's a lot of good variations that you can use and we wanna make sure we're hitting each muscle group at least once in this exercise or in, the, in this workout. And then we'll finish things up with some core and abs. Now, a lot of people want a ton of direct ab training and I find that a lot of people don't actually realize how much these compound exercises actually train your core and your abs. So let's add one core or ab exercise at the end. It really could be anything that you like. We don't have to do a ton of ab training because by doing a lot of these compound exercises, you're going to be engaging your core uh, throughout each workout and then throughout the week. 
Day three is going to be an upper body pulling day. So similar to push, pushing day is chest, shoulders, and triceps. We're going to be targeting very specific upper body uh, muscle groups on this pulling day, except pulling day is going to be targeting primarily the back and biceps. So I want you to start with a compound rowing exercise. Um, again, I mean, it could be any type of row. So we could do a barbell row, a uh, bent over dumbbell row, one arm dumbbell rows, a seated row. You have a lot of uh, variations here. And then follow up with another second compound row. And what I would encourage you to do is whatever, if you do maybe a horizontal row for your first one, Maybe we do a vertical one for the second one. So we're doing something like a lat pull down or something like that. And then once again, following it up with accessories. So oftentimes the compound exercises are gonna take care of your back. So you can do accessory work for your arms, hammer curls, standing bicep curls, seated incline uh, bicep curls. There's a lot of different ways to train your arms. You can get pretty creative and have some fun with these. And then we'll tack on another ab exercise at the end. Once again, whatever you prefer. Lastly, cardio. That's going to be the fourth piece to this workout plan, and I want it to be whatever you enjoy for however long you enjoy it, quite literally. I do not care what type of cardio you do. I just care that you do cardio consistently, and the best way to do that is to pick a form that you enjoy and then just roll with it. So that's going to round out the free workout plan for weight loss, and now I'm going to tell you exactly how to set up your nutrition plan to round things out. All right, we made it last piece to the puzzle. Let's talk about your nutrition. Very, very simple way here to figure out how many calories to get you in a calorie deficit so that you can start losing weight. What I want you to do is take your goal body weight. I want this to be prefaced by, we need to set a reasonable goal body weight. So if you're 300 pounds and you're saying my goal body weight is 180 pounds, Maybe let's pull back on that a bit and, and go to the first increment. So if you're 300 pounds, maybe you want to say, let's get work down to 250 before we reevaluate. But in general, if you want to lose 20, 30 pounds, whatever it may be, let's set your goal body weight and I want you to multiply it by 12 and that is going to be your daily calories. It's as simple as that. When you get that number, a lot of people say like, that's way too many calories for me to eat to lose weight. Promise you, it's not. Do this and it will work if you are consistent with it. If you're tracking your nutrition, you're honestly eating that many calories, you will lose weight over time if you do that. The last thing I'll say is protein. I talk about this with my clients all the time, especially when somebody new comes into my coaching program where we try to set protein at the very start of a program. And I find that people are on one of two ends of the spectrum. Either you eat a ton of protein every day and eating protein is not a problem or you eat almost none and we have a long road ahead of us to eat more. So what I like to do is set everybody, for the most part, up with a starting goal of 100 grams of protein per day. You may find out that you eat way more than this, and that's great, and you can bump that goal up for yourself of eating more than 100 grams, but I think 100 grams is a great place to start for most people because it's probably for most people going to be more protein than you eat on a usual, typical, consistent basis. So if you can get started with that, get to triple digits, it's gonna give your body a lot of what it needs to repair itself, recover, grow from the workouts that you're doing with that whole workout plan that we just talked about. Um, and it's gonna get you off to a really good start. And then from there, once 100 grams a day gets in your wheelhouse, you can slowly bump that number up. A good place to cap it, I've found, is if you take your height in centimeters, whatever that number is, that's probably like right around the maximum amount of protein you should eat a day. More than that, I don't know that you're gonna get much of a benefit from it. Um, so like if you're 180 centimeters tall, 
180 grams of protein is probably a good ceiling for you to cap that protein intake. But that's how you set up your nutrition. If you compare, if you combine that with the workout plan that we just talked about, you are going to lose weight, okay? If you put all those building blocks together that we talked about before we started talking about the free plan and you figured out a way to do this with sustainability and feasibility in mind. So I hope you found this helpful. I had a lot of fun putting it together um, and hopefully the timing is right when I'm releasing this video a couple weeks ahead of New Year's when a lot of people are starting to think about their New Year's resolutions and a lot of people are starting to think about trying to lose some weight in the upcoming year. Um, hopefully this is well-timed. It can make you think about what types of things would work well for you. We talked about that, right? Maximizing the good, minimizing the bad, and getting you set up for uh, success here in the new year with losing weight. And like I said at the very, very beginning, if this is a lot and you're interested in getting some help to take the guesswork away, put all these pieces together to help you set up a plan for you, tailored to you so that you can make progress and have accountability along the way, have somebody there to support you. Well, that's exactly what I do. I coach people all over the world to build muscle, burn fat, put these healthy lifestyle habits into place. So if that's of interest to you, make sure you're on my mailing list. That link is going to be in the description because uh, I'm gonna be sending information out the very day the coaching applications go live. Once again, that's January 2nd until January 8th of 2023, then they close. People on my mailing list are gonna get the first word as to when those are open and probably a little bit of a sale in there too. So make sure you're on there. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you found this helpful. I'll talk to you again soon.